Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Nature Nerd Knowledge Podcast. This is episode nine Interconnected and the Vitalist Approach. So let's just get right into it. What is a vitalist? A vitalist or being a vitalist is the practice of looking beyond surface symptoms at the whole person to get to the root cause. Now, this was something that I was taught in my master's program for herbal medicine. And I, in my years of experience with various healing modalities, such as energy work and hypnotherapy, um, emotional release, self-hypnosis even, that there is a step beyond that as a vitalist, not just looking at the, the whole person physically to get to the root cause, but also looking at the whole person emotionally and spiritually. It is so important to understand that our health, even our physical health, goes beyond the physical body. The physical, the emotional, and the spiritual are all interconnected. So let's start with the spiritual. It's important to understand that everything holds a vibrational frequency. Thoughts hold a vibration. Words, emotions, the food we eat, the music we listen to, the things we put in and on our bodies, our organs have a vibrational frequency, plants, animals, everything holds a vibration. Vibrational frequencies have a pretty direct effect on our emotional and physical health. So what we allow into our space what we allow ourselves to think, to eat, to listen to, the types of people we surround ourselves with all have an effect on our health. So as we become more selective in the types of vibrational frequencies we expose ourselves to and allow ourselves to be exposed to by others and in the environment, we'll have will help us to improve our health. So let's look at an example. Let's say that you are feeling anxious or have anxiety. Often it will manifest in the physical as a stomach ache. And if anxiety continues untreated, it can create digestive issues, bloating, It can be an increase in cortisol levels, the stressor hormone, which can create inflammation within the body and weight gain and even a decrease in brain function. There's so much that just this one emotion, anxiety, can have on the physical body. But the physical body can also create anxiety through what we choose to eat gut health especially um, science is finally catching up with this and showing that our gut is like a second brain and the quality of the microbiome diversity that we have within our gut has a huge effect 
on our brain function and on the kinds of thought patterns that we can have or the emotions that we're feeling. And it's very common for people that struggle with chronic depression or anxiety to have very poor gut health because of years of eating improper foods, processed foods, things that kill good bacteria like antibiotics. Antibiotics literally mean anti-life. You are destroying the life inside of your gut and therefore messing up what's going on in your brain and your brain's ability to function. So anxiety can go both emotionally and physically as well as spiritually. Spiritually, you could be taking part in things of a lower vibration or things that leave you feeling anxious because of the types of frequencies that you're surrounding yourself with, listening to stressful music or surrounding yourself with people that create a lot of stress for you or allowing yourself to be in a stressful workplace without relief. There are so many things that could create that. And so when dealing with something like anxiety, you don't want to just treat it with, say, medication, which is just slapping a Band-Aid on the situation. Instead, you want to look at it from every facet. You want to look at the physical. What are you putting into your body that could be contributing? You look at the emotional. What are some of the things that you are feeling that lead up to anxiety? Why are you feeling anxiety in the first place? What are your thought processes? What can be done to change your thought processes? Things like that. And the interesting thing about emotions is that emotions are held in our bodies unless we clear them out. This is called having trapped emotions. And we often have these from birth or even before birth through our entire lives. And unless we are actively clearing those emotions out, letting them go by acknowledging them and then lovingly clearing them from the body, they become trapped in different areas of the body. And when you have a low vibration emotion, such as resentment, and let's say it's sitting in a part of the body, such as the gallbladder or the liver, and it sits there for years and years, it is going to, over time, lower the vibration of your liver and gallbladder, which can then manifest as gallbladder attacks or poor liver function, which means that your body's hanging on to more toxins and isn't eliminating properly and makes you sicker. And resentment, interestingly, when assessing people's emotions in a more holistic and vitalistic approach to dealing with cancer, resentment and anger are the number one emotions that are linked to cancer and cancerous tumors. So having emotions trapped in the body can lower the function of an organ or a specific area of the body, which over time will create illness and disease. Emotions can also be inherited and passed down for generations. This is, for me, what it means to have a generational curse. You have somebody who was really angry in their life and then had children and passed that anger on to their children who also were angry and didn't heal from it 
and passed it on to their children and so on for generations. And then you get down to you, who's got seven generations of anger that have been passed down. And you're just filled with rage all the time and you don't know why. Everything makes you angry. When things don't go your way, you blow up and you don't know why. It's an inherited emotion that needs to be cleared. Which makes becoming a curse breaker so important so that you are not also passing those trapped emotions that have been inherited onto your children and your children's children. I also feel pretty strongly through personal experience that we pass down false beliefs and triggers as well as physical predispositions for specific ailments like a a weakness in the kidneys or a weakness for poor eyesight. And so as we pass down these weaknesses, these lower vibrations to our children and our children's children, or we inherited them from our parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, then we are much more likely for those things to manifest and become a problem for us unless we do something to heal from it and to let those things go. There is a book that I read many years ago that I reference often called The Emotion Code by Dr. Bradley Nelson. I know that that book has become pretty well known over the years and there's a lot of controversy behind it, especially for religious folk because they they feel that it is satanic or is evil or um, is some sort of magic work or something. But I personally am a follower of Jesus. I love Jesus and I also love the emotion code. It teaches you the importance of identifying emotions, how to identify them, and how to clear them using the electromagnetics of the body. Now, if you are religious, you can easily take this a step further, and as you are clearing, give it to your deity of choice, whether that's Jesus or the universe or God or Buddha or the spaghetti monster or whoever it is that you believe in. You can, as you are clearing out those emotions with the electromagnetic practice that is taught in the book, also be mindful in giving it to that deity to clear and transmute it into something of light and of healing and of love. I think intention is really important. And the first half of that book is a lot of just personal experiences from Dr. Nelson of people that have come to his practice that he did emotion code with and had physical ailments completely disappear. But the part of the book that I recommend is the actual learning of the practice of clearing emotions. He has a really excellent chart towards the back of the book that will show you specific emotions that are most often associated with specific organs. For example, like I brought up earlier, resentment being tied to the gallbladder. And that's a really interesting one for me because I was holding on to a lot of resentment and anger around the time that I was pregnant with my son about almost seven years ago now. And towards the last two months of my pregnancy, I started experiencing gallbladder attacks. I had never had those before in my life but I was feeling a lot of resentment 
at the time towards my son's father because we broke up while I was pregnant and I was feeling abandoned and I was feeling angry and I was holding on to that instead of working through it. And even for about two or three months after my son was born, I was having gallbladder attacks almost daily, sometimes multiple times daily. And I was doing juice cleanses and all sorts of herbs and everything that I could think of to flush out gallstones from my gallbladder and to help stop these gallbladder attacks. But ultimately, clearing out that anger and resentment was what fixed my problem. And to this day, Anytime I start feeling anger or resentment towards somebody and I don't deal with it immediately, my gallbladder will start to ache and starts to give me warnings of, hey, you've got this resentment. It's time to work through it and let it go. And so it's actually become a huge blessing in my life to have the knowledge of the emotion code and its association of emotions to organs in the body so that when I do start having physical issues with something out of the blue, I can be referencing that chart and being like, okay, well, what are the emotions most typically associated with that organ? And then I can start reflecting and looking at myself and what emotions have I been feeling? What have I been allowing into my space? What have I been allowing myself to focus on and let fester within me? instead of clearing it out and letting it go. Another excellent book, which I have referenced on this podcast before, that also has an entire section of the book that talks about physical ailments and physical manifestations in the body and their association with emotions, is the book You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. She also takes it a step further, and when you are working on physical issues and looking at the emotional component she actually has affirmations that you can begin saying to help you to change your mindset and to work through the emotions so that the physical can heal so i would definitely recommend checking out both of those books if the idea of getting more into the emotional and its contribution to physical ailments is something that resonates with you Now, the physical is important as well, as it's, I feel like it's most often our last warning because the spiritual and the emotional are not being addressed. So like I was kind of referencing earlier, if you have digestive issues, yes, some of that is going to be because of what you're putting in your body, which is also spiritual because of vibrational frequency. So if you're somebody that's eating fried foods all the time, processed foods, GMO foods, and things like meat and dairy that are inflammatory, that are hard to digest, that are filled with things our bodies have trouble processing, it will create digestive issues. And interestingly, processed foods, meat that has been killed inhumanely or that was an animal that was raised in very inhumane conditions like living in their own filth or in cages and never getting to see the sun or having their babies ripped from them immediately those all hold low vibration and are dead foods processed foods especially are 
like don't even hold vibration sometimes on um, like a vibration measuring type of scale depending on what you're using to measure vibration sometimes have no vibration at all because they're just dead but many processed foods and meat products and dairy products that you see at your local grocery store are of a very low vibration because they're either lacking in nutrients like processed foods are or have been completely stripped of nutrients and had artificial low vibrational nutrients put in that our bodies can't really process. Or like I was saying with meat and dairy, they were treated inhumanely while alive and then killed holding that low vibration of fear, of anger, of grief, of whatever it is that they experienced in their lifetime, which then goes into the meat that you are eating and you are eating their sadness. You are eating their grief. You are eating their anger. You are eating their fear, which are all low vibrational emotions, which will then lower your body and make you hold more lower vibrations with those kinds of emotions. So when you start changing what you eat with the physical body, you start eating whole living foods, sprouted grains, microgreens, fruits, raw vegetables, humanely raised animals that were loved and cherished and cared for until the end of their life when they were killed in a way where they felt no pain and they felt no fear because they were loved till the very last second of their life higher vibrational foods raise the vibration of the body and as you raise the vibration of the body your ability to have higher vibrational emotions such as joy and hope and love is much easier to feel and experience because your body is at a higher vibration that is matching those emotions. So truly everything that we do, that we feel, that we think, that we expose ourselves to is interconnected to the others so what you eat affects your emotional and your spiritual what you feel affects your physical and spiritual what you allow yourself to be exposed to affects your emotional and physical it it is all connected so when i am helping people with physical issues i usually work with the physical first for them and take the vitalist approach for the physical of okay, well, let's get to the core of your physical issue. You know, so like if someone is dealing with digestive, I'm just using that because I've already been using it this episode, that if someone's struggling with digestive issues and has acid reflux really bad and lots of gas and bloating and inflammation and feels full for hours after they eat because their digestion's so slow and they're gaining weight and all of these things, those are all symptoms. And so I will sit with them and ask them, well, what are you putting into your body? What are you eating? What are you drinking? And so I start there with people because the physical is often the way that most of us experience the world around us as a base because it is you know we have a body and so the physical is a part of everything we do all the time and is the thing we are most acutely aware of 
even though the emotional and the spiritual are always an active component, they are something that we are often less aware of than we are of the physical. So I typically, with people that come to me wanting advice and help, start with their physical. So we get to the core of their physical issues and I start having them replace it with healthier lifestyle choices, which a lot of people don't realize is also a spiritual and emotional change a little at a time. So once I've been helping somebody with the physical, so I've got them eating healthier or doing some juice cleanses or even an extended herbal cleanse, I've got them eating fermented living foods to help replace their, um, or to help them heal their, their gut bacteria and have more biodiversity in their microbiome. And they're eating these living whole foods that are raising their vibrational frequency, but are still having physical issues, then I encourage them to start looking at the emotional. Well, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What are the emotions that are trapped inside of you that you are not taking the time to clear? And that's when I start recommending things like hypnotherapy or cognitive behavioral therapy or emotional processing and or the emotion code or you can heal your life and these things that help people to start being more self-aware of their emotional state and then they start learning about how much their emotions actually affect their physical or when you have someone that's an emotional eater and eats and gains all this weight whenever they struggle emotionally you help them to start understanding that trigger and healing that trigger so that they no longer are eating when they're emotional as a sense of comfort, but instead finding healthier, more productive ways to work through their emotions so that it doesn't have that negative impact on the physical. And then beyond that, then I start teaching people the importance of looking at everything they surround themselves by, the TV shows they watch, the music that they listen to, the people that they spend their time with, and looking at the vibrational frequency of these things and encouraging people to protect their spirit and to protect that spiritual part of themselves by creating a space for themselves that is of a higher vibration so that they can thrive even further. So as a vitalist, for me, we are not truly vitalists until we start working with the body, the mind, and the spirit the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual. There is so much that I could say about this, and really I'm working on it episode by episode by covering a lot of the emotional and the the spiritual so far. And I'm hoping in the next few weeks to have on a few guests to discuss more of those types of things in addition to some specific therapies like cognitive behavioral therapy to help you to to learn about it and to know what it is and why it's useful and how to get involved with it so that you can work more on the emotional and spiritual which will therefore carry into the physical because as i said i truly feel like our physical bodies and our physical ailments are our last warning when it comes to to our health. I truly believe that everything starts in the spiritual 
and then the emotional and then the physical. So as we peel back these layers a little at a time and are healing through the physical and then the emotional and then the spiritual, we truly become these beautiful, high vibrational beings of light. We all have light within us. We are electromagnetic beings and our thoughts create our reality which in turn creates our our health and everything else so it's it's pretty powerful as we have that light within us because we all do that as we heal these different aspects of ourselves our capacity for light actually grows and increases so the amount of light you hold now might say only be 10% of what your body could hold if it was if it was healed from some of the things that you're dealing with and if your emotions were healed and if your spirit was healed and so for me it's like why would we not want to be at 100% capacity striving to do whatever it is that is needed to raise our vibration to the point that we are just light Why would we not want that? And I think it's because we get scared and we get filled with fear and we allow that lower vibration to literally hold us down and prevent us from reaching our highest potential as an individual. And I feel like there's a lot of fear because of the episode Growing Pains that I talked about because it's hard to change. It is hard to take that ownership and to realize the things that we are doing to ourselves that are making us miserable and making us sick and to step into a place of ownership means that we have to be willing to put our ego aside and admit where we have been wrong and admit where we have hurt ourselves instead of putting all the blame on somebody else or something else and so that in itself can be really difficult for people and scary or you get stuck in the mindset of I don't deserve to be happy because you have this false belief from because of an experience as a child or that you inherited that you don't deserve to be loved you don't deserve joy you don't deserve happiness for whatever reason and so to start doing good things for the self you end up self-sabotaging instead because that core belief of being undeserving has not been addressed and healed from Um, so of course then there too is as you heal and you start raising your vibration people that you love and have been close to might not feel right anymore or you might start noticing that there's distance between you or they might fall out of your life completely And that's really hard for people. We get very attached to the ones that are close to us. Understandably so. But it's also important to realize that not everybody in our life is meant to stay in our life. And that it's okay for people to be let go of. And to move forward in life knowing that other people will come and go over and over again as we continue to change our vibrational frequency and that's okay 
you can still love those people and care about those people even if they are not an active, consistent, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, person in your life. You know, you can have people that when you think of them, you think of them so fondly because of the the time that you had with them in your life, but also not have them be someone that you talk to every day or every week or even on a yearly basis, but is still someone that you can hold appreciation and gratitude and love for. Just understanding that they're not somebody that you you really want or need in your life more regularly because the vibrational frequencies no longer match. And so I would definitely encourage you as you can as you start working on the interconnectedness of health not just on the physical but on the emotional and spiritual too that you check in with yourself and you make sure that you're not allowing those growing pains to stifle you and that instead as you grow and change as people come and go in your life as jobs as thought processes as belief systems all come and go that you celebrate that instead of fearing it or running from it because they are a wonderful indicator of the internal vibrational changes that you as an individual are making as you fill yourself with more light darkness will not be able to dwell there and so as you are striving for more light by raising your vibrational frequency by eating the healthier things by clearing out the low vibrational emotions so that you can expand yourself and have that higher vibration things of a lower vibration will not be something that you want in your life anymore or they will bring you down and that's okay that doesn't mean you have to stop loving somebody that doesn't mean you have to completely cut them out you know you just create that distance and that separation that is needed in order for you to continue to rise higher I was trying to to think if there was anything else I wanted to add on interconnectedness. But I think that pretty much covers it, which makes this a shorter episode, and that is perfectly okay. But I would challenge you this week to start trying to see the interconnectedness of what is going on within you. If you are having headaches all the time, that you weren't having before stop for a minute and start looking at the emotional and the spiritual take some time to meditate ask your body what is going on what is it that you are trying to show me am i not getting enough sleep am i overly stressed have i been drinking too much caffeine have i been putting things into my body that aren't as healthy because i haven't been taking the time to take care of myself as i really need to have i been dealing with a lot of anger or a lot of sadness am i feeling a lot of tension what are am i surrounding myself but with people and situations that are creating tension and stress that i am not dealing with properly really take that time as you notice things within the physical what it is that your body is trying to tell you 
don't just cover symptoms. If you have a headache, don't just take ibuprofen or Tylenol every single time. Instead, sit with it. Why do I really have a headache? What, what is not being taken care of? What am I holding on to that needs to be healed from that is contributing to this physical manifestation of my health? What more can I do than just take a pill to, to numb the pain? What can I do to actually get the headaches to go away and stay away for good? So look at what your body is telling you. Listen to what your heart is telling you and what your spirit is trying to tell you because all of it is always trying to communicate with you. Your body is is just a machine that is following orders that it's being given from you through your thoughts, through your spirit. It's just a meat vessel. So when your body is telling you something, it is time for you to listen because it's already been trying to tell you in other ways that you weren't aware of. So start being more self-aware of the body. And as you do so, and as you start making healthier choices for your body, you will become much more intimately aware of your emotional and spiritual self so that you can more quickly clear out things that need to be healed from and work through those things so that you can get healthier faster. Being a vitalist is a way of life. Getting to the core of things is the only true way to heal yourself from something for good. Covering symptoms will always just be a band-aid. Just, it's how it's always been. Symptoms are trying to tell you something. So start listening to them instead of covering them up. Symptoms are just a symptom. They are a sign of something greater. So get to that core. Really learn to listen to your body. To listen to your spirit, to listen to what your emotions are trying to tell you. Be willing to commit to doing the work to really heal in every aspect of your being. Allow yourself to have as much light as your vessel is capable of holding. Keep striving for more light and more love and better health and more joy because it is just waiting for you to reach out and grab it. Acknowledge the interconnectedness of all of it, of everything around you, of everything you put in your body, on your body, what you listen to, who you associate with, what you watch on TV, all of it. Be aware of the vibrations of these things and how it affects you as an electromagnetic being of light. You have a frequency as well that is affected by all of these things. So start choosing things of a higher vibration, but also acknowledging the low vibration, doing that shadow work to clear those things out. You can't just ignore the low vibrational by bombarding yourself with higher vibrational things. It doesn't work that way you will eventually crash and burn. 
So work through those darknesses, work through those lower vibrational practices and thoughts and foods and people that you spend time with. Work through those lower vibrations so that you can rise up in the proper and healthy way and become a higher vibrational being. I know you can do it. You just have to make the choice to start. I'm happy to offer suggestions and advice and guidance at any time. I will post my email address where I can answer questions and comments, as well as links to my Facebook business page and my Instagram for Nature Nerd Knowledge. I am always here. I am always willing to listen. I am always ready and willing to share what I have learned or to point you in the direction of somebody who knows more about your specific thing that you want help with. Utilize the resources and tools in front of you. They are everywhere. I will continue sharing different modalities and different people that you could potentially contact and work with, both locally and virtually, because the more information you have, the more tools you have access to, the more power you take back from others, the more power you can have for yourself to heal. I am just a provider of tools and information. It is you who does all of the work. It is you who heals you, not me. I'm just a resource. I am just a tool on your journey for yourself. Utilize what you have. Utilize the tools and the people with tools that you have access to. And then share what you've learned with others so that they can have those tools too. Be so giving with your information. The more information we share, the more people can learn and heal themselves. And isn't that what we all want is to heal, to be happy, to have joy? So share it. Share your joy. Share your knowledge. Share your love and your light. And keep healing. You've got this. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Nature Nerd Knowledge Podcast. And I will see you next week.